Hi, and welcome to the Journey Through the Generations podcast. I'm Trisha. And I'm Philip. And today I'm going to give you five tips on just basically researching your family. These are tips that I use that I think will be useful to you when you start or if you already started. Yeah, and I'm going to come behind it with a little bit of newbie experience as I've just recently started researching um, my family tree. Trisha has inspired me. <laughs> You're and welcome. And my uh, trip to Roots Tech also helped. Yes, um, that will inspire anybody. Inspire me to get started. So I'm going to just offer, in case any of you newbies are out there, this is your you know, first time going through genealogy research and kind of get stumped. I can maybe give you a few tips that I've run across over uh, the last, what, two months <laughs> that months. I've been yeah. searching. So... Uh, you want to get started? Yeah, let's get started. My, all right, let's go. My first tip is, you know, all the books tell you to start with yourself and talk to all your relatives. So my tip is extension of that and to talk to what is known as your fan club. That would be friends, associates, and neighbors in that community that your grandparents lived or your parents lived or the town that you're researching. Yeah, and I like that idea because there are other people out there other than your family um, that can help provide um, some background Mm -hmm. or some perspective. A new perspective. Yeah, what's going on. Um, And I don't want to, like, overlook the fact that, yes, talk to your family. Right. So I don't want to gloss over that, especially for folks who are just getting started. Mm -hmm. But um, definitely talk to your family because – you know, just in my research that I, that I've started on, I had a printout of my family tree of what we knew. Right. And I had a huge hole in one branch. Yes. And so, of course, that's where I started. Of course. And um, it it caused or it that caused me to have to talk to my parents right. about it. Specifically, my dad, mm-hmm. because growing up, we didn't know that part of the family, and it turns out he didn't know a whole lot either. But he did know some things. So when I talked with him about it, he actually confirmed some things that I had already found, but he confirmed it for me. And well, our, that's good. In our you, conversation, that way you knew you were on the right track, right? Because I was concerned that I wasn't. I thought I was. I felt. I think we talked about this, right? I felt like I was probably about mm, 60 to 70% right. confident, sure about it. And then when I talked to him, it jumped up to maybe 85, 90% confident mm-hmm. that it was right. right. Um, and so talking to him uh, really helped my research and know that I was on the right, right path and I was looking for the right person. Right. So, um, but when you come to your fan club, luckily you're still blessed that your parents are still with you. Right. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking about, and I said this, um, to my sister, 
when or if Wesley ever wants to research our family. If he were to, you know, talk to our family, my sister, my brother, your sister, your brother, he would get one story. But if he talked to our friends, like our college friends, um, he would get a whole nother perspective on our relationship, how we met, our life when we were young adults. So you would get a whole new perspective on your grandparents if you talk to their friends yeah. instead of talking to their children because they see them you know, as mom and dad. Mm-hmm. So you get another perspective, you get more information about the community and things like that that will assist you in your research with your fan club. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's just really just about talking to as many people as you can, or at least the people who are willing to talk. Right, to and that's definitely something because... I need to do more of because I don't, you know, ask questions and I don't inquire a lot about, you know, my family to other people. I kind of just do my research by myself and don't really include other people, and that's something I need to work on. And it's really hard too because we're at the age now that where you know the people are. Older family members are dying or already Mm -hmm. passed away, and their family, the older family and the friends are as well. Right. And so it's kind of hard depending on where you are in your life, right? That's true. And so if you're younger, you, you know, you tend to have, you know, in most cases, your parents still around or your grandparents Mm -hmm. or aunts and uncles are still around. And as you get older, it gets a little bit more difficult. So I think that's like the first thing you do when you start researching is start talking to your family and your fan club, as you call it. Right. And just start. Mm -hmm. And that's what all the books say do. Yeah, at least to the people who are willing to talk to you. Right. So I know that can be hard for especially some of us in the um, black community. Yeah. Um, We tend to not talk about, you know, the... Family, quote-unquote family <laughs> secrets or, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, which is what I was concerned about, you know, because I thought maybe there was a quote-unquote family secret. Mm-hmm. Um, but it turned out not to be. Right. And it just turned out that my dad just didn't know. Just his, didn't know. He just didn't know. I right. Mean, and so, you know, when we were younger, we didn't. You just don't ask those kind of, right. kinds of questions, you know, yeah. for the most part, you know, unless you were just very rebellious, um, <laughs> you know, children just didn't, didn't question. Yeah, you, you stayed know, in your lane. Yeah. And so, but now that, you know, I'm this old, but I didn't, I didn't have a a, a desire to research back then, you know, as I got right. older either. So, but now that I'm older and I have that desire, it's a lot easier to go and talk to my daddy, you know, about it. So Well, good. But anyway. All right. What you got for number two? Um, Number two, I have to keep a journal of your research. Um, The places that you you go to, what you find in those places, um, who you're specifically researching at that library or research center. And that way you don't do the same research twice. Um, You have an account of where you've been, what you looked at, and then you can always go back and review it and maybe close up some loose ends and things like that every year or so. Yeah, and I think it's important to realize that, yeah, we have the blog and we have the podcast and we have the YouTube and everything, but and you're looking at publishing, you know, something, Mm -hmm. you don't have to do that. I mean, you, you can just 
journal for you. Correct. A, to just keep track of what you're doing because as you find information, um, tree branches start going all over the place and you get confused. Right, and you get more people yeah, that you're you researching. get more people. Um, it's, it's just a way for you to just keep track of what you've done and what and uh, you know what you want to look for going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it's also a way for me to put down um, how I'm feeling at the moment. Even if I, yeah. you know, don't plan on, you know, didn't plan on publishing anything about my research, it's nice to go back and look and see, oh, I found this and this is how I felt at that time. Right. And so I started out um, with my stuff not keeping track of anything. And um, it was really because all the information I found was already online. Right. But then I got to a point to where, you know, I started asking questions Mm -hmm. and I was like, I need to write this down. My mind is just bad anyway and I forget stuff. But, um, you know, I just need to keep track because when you start dealing with a whole bunch of names and dates Dates and stuff you're you're not familiar with, Mm -hmm. you know, I can talk about my parents all day long. Right. But these other people... I just found out about. And And especially if they have the same name. Yeah. And so it's hard to keep up with sometimes. So, you know, whether you do it in a notebook or you do it like me digitally, I keep track. I use uh, Microsoft OneNote. Um, I would, it's free. So I would, you know, implore you to use that. If you like to keep digital like I do. And I prefer paper. So I have notebooks all over the place. So, you know, just keep track of what you're doing and keep track of the different uh, leads you get and all that good stuff. So I've, I've had a big gap in my research. Right. Um, As most for, researchers do. Right. Because of work and everything. I haven't been able to look and research as much as I've wanted to. Mm-hmm. So now I know that when I can... I can go back and I'll start where I... You'll know where you finished or where you stopped. Where I stopped at, yeah. So, yeah, you want to kind of keep track of that. And however you feel best to do it, Mm -hmm. you know, do that. So Yeah, do what's comfortable for you. Yep. So, all right, what you got? Number Um, Number three I have is to be open to new and different research techniques. And for me, that meant utilizing... Um, Facebook and Google Earth um, more than I ever had before because I'm one of those people. I actually enjoy going to the library. I like looking at census records. I like using microfilm. I like using those records. But there's also information out there that can lead you to the records that you need on Facebook. You can find people who, for in my instance, I was looking up a church um, in my mom's hometown. And I really honestly would have never thought to use Facebook until Philip was like, have you looked to see if the church has a Facebook page? And I was like, no, why would I do that? I'm doing genealogy research. I'm not playing around on Facebook. But I was able to find the address and then I was able to go to Google Earth and look and make sure that's actually where the church is. So... Don't be afraid to use new and different techniques for researching. Right. And and that 
going and looking on Facebook. I think I looked, didn't I? Didn't yeah, I you did. <clears throat> if I remember right, you know, you can look on Facebook on these uh, pages, and I saw that people were posting um, uh, on Where Sunday mornings mm-hmm. that they were at Checked church. In they or were, yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, the church is still active then. It's still open. It's still, yeah, because people are going there. Yeah, people are going. And uh, and then the I saw found the pastor's names. And then um, you can also see if you have any mutual friends right. of the people who go to that church, which I did. And I think you had yeah, a I did. few I too. Had and your sister had a few. Mm-hmm. And so those are connections that you can make to get to the information you're looking for at that church potentially. Correct. And I was able to send a message to someone that I was already friends with and explain, Hey, I'm doing my research. I found out my, you know, two times great grandfather went to this church. Do you have any, you know, church anniversary programs or any membership um, records from the early 1900s? Um, So I was able to find somebody that could get me to the person that I needed. So it was very beneficial. Yeah, and I don't think I've really, I haven't really had the time to try anything new yet. Um, I guess going to the a library was something new for me right. when we went, uh, yeah. when we were in Little Rock and uh, and did some research there and found a little bit of they additional were information. They were very helpful. Uh, some stuff I, I had already found, but I found some new information um while I was there so yeah I haven't had a, had the opportunity to try any new you know techniques per se but I did find a new research tool which is going to the library right. and looking because up to that point everything was online and just talking to my dad mm-hmm. so that was interesting so good yeah what you got for number 4 number 4 I have Talk about your research to any and everybody that will listen. Now, I just recently started doing this. I, again, like I said earlier, it's usually me and my laptop and I just do my own thing and I don't usually discuss what I'm working on or what I have found or what my hope to find is. But recently I do. I talk about my research um, to actual people. I post more about my research on social media. And I have realized that it's not just me out there that's researching amongst like my family and friends. There are actually a lot of people that I know that are interested in genealogy and just didn't know where to start, or they had done it before and they quit because of, you know, work and life and everything, but they wanted to get back started. So I encourage you to talk about what you're doing this is something that I'm passionate about, and it's you know a part of who I am now. So I do I talk about it more than I ever have before. And so I take a little bit of a different approach with this, okay? <laughs> because I'm I'm more private and reserved, and I know you are too. Um, but just aside from genealogy, just in general, if I don't know you, I'm not talking. To you about it, um, about anything really. Um, but I, I say yes. You certainly should talk about what you're doing because you don't. You never know who you would inspire to get started. 
you know, on their own research or maybe they're already doing research and um you now you have a a connection with that person and and uh, with you have been doing it longer they maybe it's something that you can help them with my thing is is for people who aren't into genealogy do they find it annoying yes they do and so i say <laughs> yes talk to you can talk to those people but i would say first you know, instead of just going all in talking about your research, you should approach them and ask if they are willing to listen or know about, or do they want to <laughs> do they want to hear the story? Because you know that could turn you know people off from your from your genealogy or from your for your research. Now that's just me. Uh, some people may not care. I wouldn't just go up to somebody and say, you know, look at what I've been doing. I found this, this, this. I wouldn't do that. I would say, hey, I'm, you know, researching my family history. You want to know what I found or <laughs> something like that? Um, so that's that's just me. That's that's just you. Um, and let's be clear. I don't just walk up to strangers I and tell them. Did. I just being clear. <laughs> I don't walk up to strangers and just say, hey, I've been researching my family. Sit down and let's talk about this for two hours. That is not what I'm talking about. Um, When I say talk to anybody who will listen, when somebody asks, hey, what have you been doing lately? Instead of saying, oh, you know, the usual work, family, life, I say, well, you know, I research my family. And I recently went to the Butler's and I found this amazing Um, document on my family from when we were enslaved or whatever I just found. And if they don't respond or if they don't look interested in it, then I go on to the next subject. But usually that that encompasses them and gets them interested and then I can go on and talk about my story. And that's that's fine. If you're Um, listening and you don't care about talking to people and you're open and and Tell everybody about your research. I mean, go for it. Be my guest. Um, that's great. I'm just talking about filler. You know, I've only been researching for two or three months, so I don't have a ton of experience at this. But, um, you know, based on what I have found, um, the only people I've talked to about it is my immediate family. And then Trisha's side of the family the only reason they know is because Trisha says, do you know what Philip found? And I'm just like, do we really have to tell folks? But that's just, again, that's that's me. Is that not true? That is totally true because yeah. I haven't found anything exciting in a while. And this is exciting. And I'm excited for you. Okay, but I'm excited too. But I'm not excited to tell the world. At least not right now, you know. But it is your family, so it's it's a little bit easier to tell your mom and your sister. And you haven't, you know, gone out like to your Facebook page and say, no, "Hey, guess what Philip found?" or anything like that. But I'm just saying, you do that. <laughs> I, but that's the whole tip: talk about your research to any and anyone who will listen. That's the tip. But I'm not there yet, so. But I. 
haven't found anything, so I'm living vicariously through your research at the moment. You shouldn't do that. No? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Note you to self. Number five. Number five is be patient. And this is something else that I comes and goes in waves for me. I know that genealogy is more of a marathon than a sprint. I know I'm not going to be able to find everything that I'm looking for in two hours. But sometimes when you find things and information, you want to be able to connect the dots right then. And you get excited because I know I get excited. And then I want to stay up all night and do it all the next day. And then, you know, three weeks later, I still haven't found the next thing. And now I'm upset. I'm like, okay, why can't I find anything? It's been three weeks. I should have found something by now. But when you get further into your research, you will find that it is sometimes harder to find information because documents aren't always digitized. You don't live close to that area that you are researching. There are tons of reasons why you wouldn't be able to find things in what you think should be a timely manner. But just slow down and relax and just know everything will come when it's supposed to. Yeah, that was rough for me, too, because when I started, I found a bunch of information immediately. I mean, right, like in one night. The first night, I found a bunch of information because someone, it turned out to be a family member that I later found out, mm-hmm. had already done a bunch of research and it was all there for me. And so all I had to do was put the timeline together, right. which was very easy to do. And so I found a lot of good information on that that missing chunk of my tree that was that I was looking for mm-hmm. yeah. was right there. And so once I got that and I started looking some more, stuff started not coming so easy and I was like, Come on, where <laughs> you know, where is it? Where you know? is this information? Um and it turns out that uh the person in my in my tree, you know, came to America from South America. Right. And so now I'm looking into a whole different area and whole different, you know, websites and different, yeah. you know, um, ways of um, How to find document mm-hmm. retention and things like that it makes it a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Um, you know, I have, I know what I want to do going forward, but I found that stuff so quick the first time and it was a lot of good a stuff. A lot of good stuff. I was looking at him like, you seriously found all this last night while I was sleeping? Yeah, it was a lot of good stuff coming one time and just within a couple of days, I found so much information <laughs> and I was just like, Okay, where's the rest of this stuff? I I need it now. <laughs> you know, I want it now. I want it now. So anyway, so yeah, be patient. You're not you're not going to find it all in, in you know one day. It's it's a long journey, um, especially for Black folks because at some point, you know, documents missing or you get census records that don't have names. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to dig a little bit more 
you know, that right, stuff yeah. is a little bit more difficult yeah, to find. Then, You're just not going to find that no. online. The surname you know is not the slaveholder's name, and so you don't know where to yep. go next. It may and, not be spelled exactly right, right and all that kind it's of just stuff. A, yeah, it's just a, a lot of stuff that goes into it. But again, the records are there. We just have to sometimes think outside the box and be patient and move forward at a slower rate, and you'll be able to find it. Yeah, I think it might be helpful, too, is, um, you know, when you, like, hit that wall, that brick wall, you're just kind of stuck, and you haven't found anything in a while, Trisha, um, <laughs> you stop there and go focus on another part of your tree or another person to look for information on, and maybe that'll, you know, give you a jolt or... Um, read read some books or you know follow some tweets from professional genealogists. Read some articles, watch some YouTube videos, whatever to kind of get your mojo going. Mm-hmm. And maybe you never know, maybe you see a tip or something that will kind of spur your thoughts or give you another place to go look for something. You never that's a good know. idea. Yeah, that's you usually what know. I do is I jump to just another branch of the tree, and I just haven't because I'm being stubborn and I don't want to feel like I gave up. Well, you need to move. You can come back. You can always come back to that. So move, move on to something else. Get your get to get your mojo back, and then you go back and revisit it later. It ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely not going anywhere. So, so I can attest to that. Yeah. So anyway. All right, was that five? That's five, but I have a bonus. Oh, bonus. Bonus, dude. I know. Is that air horn? Uh, Not any air horn I've ever heard. I'm going to try to find the air horn sound when I edit. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, My bonus tip is to utilize your local library, or if you are close to a university, the university library. Um, The very first genealogy conference I ever went to was at the Fayetteville Library here um, in Northwest Arkansas. Um, And at that conference, I learned that the Fayetteville Library actually has one of the largest um, genealogy collections on this side of the state. They have all the census records from all the counties in the state. They have um, city directories. They actually have um, numerous books and um, information on other states, namely the states that are right around us. But they have stuff from, you know, New York and California and things like that. But they have more information than I would have ever guessed that they have. They have the um, newspapers on microfilm from Newport and Woodruff County. So utilize your local libraries because I recently signed up for a writing workshop at a local library that has been able to guide me into how I want to start writing um, the book that I want to have published someday. So the library has all kinds of um, information, workshops, conferences. Um, If you are close to a university, they usually have special collections that go from all over the state. Usually I've been able to find information on my grandfather and his singing group there from Northeast Arkansas, 
um, right here at the University of Arkansas Special Collections. So if you don't live close to where you're researching, check out your library. You might be surprised at what you find. That's a good one. Good, good last tip. So, yeah, so if you're new um, to genealogy, I think these are some really good tips. Mm-hmm. And even if you're not so new to it. Or if you've uh, hit a brick wall. Yeah, um, these are still good tips for you to maybe you haven't heard them in a while mm-hmm. or you need a, just a little reminder. Back to basics. Yeah, sometimes it's good to just go back to the basics. So, um, what do we have any announcements? Anything? Um, I don't think so. I think the only thing I'd say is if you've listened to us for a while, you know that we are um, members of the uh, African American Historical and Genealogical Society, also known as OGS. <laughs> um, that's a long it name. Is. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, um, in October, um, October tenth through twelfth, they will be having their um, annual conference. And during that conference, there'll be a celebration of 1619 um, um, going on during that, a commemoration, I guess, um, going on during that conference. And um, there'll also be a lot of other speakers and book awards and classes and things like that that you can do. Um, And 1619 being the, when the first documented Africans came to the Americas. Yep. So um I would, you know, if you're interested in in that type of research or um if that uh interests you at all, I would uh I would encourage you to attend the conference. It is in the Washington DC Maryland area. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. the actual conference is at the uh Hyattsville um Maryland let me see. Let me make sure I get this right. It's at the Marriott Hotel and Conference Center in Hyattsville, Maryland. So if you want more information about it, you can go to org, A-A-H-G-S dot org, and click on conference information. You can find more information there. And I'll leave um, some details about it in the show notes as well. So Sounds good. Yeah. Anything else? We're not doing anything before the end, are we? No, I don't think so. I have a conference in Little Rock um, that I'm going to in July that um, Angela Walton Raji will be the main speaker. I'm very excited. I met her um, at my first national convention in 2015 in D.C. She's really nice. Um, She has been researching for over 30 years and she primarily researches um, Native American and the five civilized tribes. So I'm excited to hear her. But other than that, nope. Cool. So um, obviously if you're listening this to this, you know we have a podcast. So Thanks um, for listening. subscribe um, wherever you listen to uh your favorite podcast. You can subscribe and listen to us. Um, you can follow Trisha's blog at journeythroughthegenerations.com. We have a new YouTube channel. We're trying to put out videos um, every now and then <laughs> whenever we get a chance. Yeah. And our 
uh, work life allows us to, um, but you can search for us at Journey Through the Generations on YouTube, uh, like and follow us over there. We just did a video, our last one was uh, 10 Tips for Roots for Tech, Roots Tech mm-hmm. Newbies, for yeah. folks who had never been to Roots Tech before, so, um, so check that out, and then follow us on Twitter at Gen Journey Blog. Um, go over on Twitter and send us a note and tell us what your tips would be for um, new um, genealogy mm-hmm. researchers. Yeah. Let and us know what you think. Let us know what you think. Uh, what was if, helpful to you. Yeah, and what, what maybe we didn't mention. Or if you have any questions for us, um, you can uh, tweet us there. And I think that's it. I think you're right. All right. Thanks for listening. Yep, talk to y'all later.